You're watching Meet the Movie Press, and coming up, we're going to be talking about the Oscar nominations, Sundance, and The Last Jedi. I think that they're talking about me. The last one? Yeah. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Good morning, Simon. Sorry. Hey, how are you? I need to buy you. Lower the levels here a little bit. Jeez. I need sitting right here. Full around with the. You got full Jeff. I didn't mean to yell. I'm just so excited this morning. I need to buy you a new new alarm clock. Thank you. Seriously. Yeah, I every, know. every single week. Every single week. I busted my butt to get here. We were here at nine o'clock. I'm we sorry. had like a little bro breakfast. And I was going to be the guest. I was going to be five minutes late, and then five turns into ten with the Sally traffic. Burbank <laughs> run is there's construction up and down the street <laughs> in Los Angeles. Jeff, Can you believe so it? What are the chances of that? It's so hard no to be gas. Jeff. I've spent all my gas getting to Silver Lake this week. Oh my god! So, anyways, I'm Jeff Snyder, hey. editor in chief of the Tracking Board, yes. tracking-board.com. Make sure. That to include that hyphen at the Insider on Twitter. With me as always. Hello, Simon Thompson uh, at Sherby Simon on Twitter and Instagram, and this is Simon Thompson on Facebook. And with us today, uh, you, he may look familiar to you, Mr. Neil Turritz. Hello there. Good morning, everyone. Columnist for the tracking board. Mm. Colleague. Is that crazy? Comrade in that. arms. Look at us. See? <laughs> the bad boys of. Uh... Now, this is not a Bad Boys <laughs> sequel that I ever anticipated. <laughs> the worst Bad Boys sequel. If, hang on, hang on. Will, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence aren't available. Martin I, Lawrence is I was always say, fucking if available. If I'm Will Smith and you're Martin Lawrence, you're like Joe Pesci in like, <laughs> Lethal Weapon. Like, hey, guys. Like, what's up? I was thinking okay, more. So fuck was, you at the drive-thru. Fuck you at the drive-thru. This is the Bad Boys sequel if they had originally gone with their uh, first call of John Lovitz and Dana Carvey. Right. That's, that's right. That's, was, was that the original idea? Is. Yes. Shit. That's the that was how it was originally. Thank God, I busy. would still see that. You know, Adam I Sandler. Know, I would still see that. Movie. Adam Sandler used his fourth Netflix <laughs> slot on making that movie. You see, Chris Kattan and Will Ferrell. I would have watched that. Bad Boys. I love yes, Chris Kattan. Yeah. Mango like, is the best Saturday Night Live character ever. Uh, guys, we, 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 can't, we can't be fucking around today. No, we can't. We have We've lost a, so much a time ton already. of shit. Yes, yeah. I apologize. Hopefully they'll give us a, a little extra time in the booth. Mm-hmm. Thankfully no one comes in imme- uh, immediately on our heels. But let's dig in and talk about the Oscar nominations. Yeah. They hit this week. They the, did. There was a different kind of presentation to them. It wasn't just a guy mm. in a microphone reading off the names. Me no likey. No, we'll, we'll, we will get into that. Mm. But let's start with the, the, the big headline, La La Land, 14 nominations, yeah. tying All About Eve and Titanic, both mm-hmm. of which went on to win Best Picture. Is this a foregone conclusion? Yeah. Yes. Neil? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I think... Well, that, that was a great discussion. <laughs> Moving on. Best support... <laughs> I think it's probably going to win. I don't think it should. I think it's probably going to. Just like Birdman beat Boyhood because it's a movie about Hollywood and people in the Academy love that shit. Okay, here's the thing. But I don't think it's I don't a think, conclusion. I, I think this is like a fallacy. I mean, about, about the Holly, people in Hollywood love movies about Hollywood. Like, they like them, yeah, but they're not There's just voting them for best picture if they weren't deserving. I'm not saying yeah. it doesn't deserve... It's not a really good movie. I don't think it's... I don't understand the overwhelming... Love for the film. It's fine. It's a good movie. It's too long. Okay. You know, the two of them are great. Mm-hmm. The music is fun. But, you it know. It is a little too long. It's too long. Isn't it? You know, I mean, Moonlight's a better <laughs> Isn't movie. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't I, mean, it? I think Moonlight's a better movie. I think, hard, look, my favorite film of the year, I think the, the best film I saw a year was Hell or High Water. Okay. Okay. You know, that to me is, that's a best picture. But it's not going to win. 
Now, that has a chance at original screenplay, though. Yeah. I think Manchester is, is the favorite in that category. I would love if Taylor Sheridan won. I interviewed him this week. Uh, just lovely to talk to and knows how lucky he is. But, I mean, just he's the best writer in Hollywood these, right now of taut, smart action right. movies. Uh, so? You see, I, I early this week thought potentially Moonlight might take it because mm-hmm. that's a hot movie right now. And that is the only competition. It seems like a two-film race. Yeah, I think it is. Um, but I watched Moonlight this week. I got a screener. Have you never seen it? No. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, I thought it was good. I didn't love it. No. You know, you I, I it thought either. it was a, no. a well-made movie. Yeah, um, I really I, loved it. Yeah, no, yeah I just I really didn't. It. I didn't. I don't even really understand the love. Like there are movies that people love, and but also, I don't love them. But, but in I get our it. circles, there's a lot of people that are kind of a bit wanky about movies, and they think that they should. We had this with Birth of a Nation, and we had this with Blair Fucking Witch, which I watched this week. That sucks, Dick. Oh, wow. By the way, that was like the meh. It sucks. We try not to use that yeah. phrase here it was, on Meet the it was Movie Plus. Where, but it, above it, that it level just, of I didn't get. What it was a well-made movie, well-written, I'll tell nice you characters. I'll tell you why I loved it. I'll tell you why I loved it because me. I think that this is why some people, why a lot of people, really gravitate towards it because you either make an emotional connection to this character through the three vignettes or you don't. Mm. I think if you don't and you guys didn't, you think okay, it's a well-made movie, it's fine. If you do like I did, then you think okay, this is a really special film. I mm. think that that's like I wrote a column about this a few weeks ago about the fact maybe it was November. Um, about the fact that that's the difference that between a good film and a great film or a mediocre film and a good film is do you make that an emotional connection to the characters? See, I did with La La Land, but not necessarily the, the, the characters, more like the, the vibe of the film, the, mm. the Los Angeles feel, the music, the, the visuals. I had that connection that really touched and I, me. And I didn't. I actually felt like, okay, I enjoyed this movie. It's a perfectly well-made movie. The two of them are great. Mm. I'm enjoying it, but I'm not completely knocked out by but it. But you don't live here. I spend a fair amount of time here. You're not a sure. dreamer. Yeah, exactly. You're, You're not, not a dreamer, a dreamer You're, Neil. You're dreamers. What's wrong with your dreams? <laughs> I don't have them because I'm not <laughs> one. I'm not a dreamer. Do you think that Barry Jenkins could potentially upset Damien for Best Director? Yes. Or do you think they'll feel like they're going to give him the screenplay, the adapted screenplay I, award? I think he's so going to get screenplay, but I think as a director, visually, Moonlight is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to watch. I mean, so is La La Land. And I think the tone of Moonlight is great, but I as just, a film, it didn't... I just wonder if there'll be, uh, you, you know, that, that faction in the Academy who want, that wants to split Best Picture and Best Director. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Which, to me, is a weird dichotomy, because usually the, the best film will have the best director and the best screenplay. It's all parts. It's ingredients in the pie. Right. So I find it quite weird but how sometimes we, Sometimes they spread it around and sometimes they're just do. like, uh, listen, we obviously love your movie. It's getting everything. Yeah. So it feels like right now, Casey Affleck and Viola Davis are locks. Would you say that? Do you think yes. Casey Affleck is a lock? I do. Yeah, I think so. I think Mahershala Ali is a lock. Okay, well, well like, let's stick to those for two categories first because then I, I'm going to go to Mahershala I don't, I don't believe Casey Affleck is a lock. Okay, so who do you think could pull that I off? I think Denzel Washington could, could beat him. Okay. I think I, I don't believe that... You know what's interesting is, were we going to talk about snubs at all at any point? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll come back to this then. But I mean, I think that I think that Denzel Washington could give him a run because I okay. think that I think that the, that it's it's still possible that even though he has the nomination, Casey Affleck's past of 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 
questionable behavior. Questionable behavior. Mel Gibson could, got a Best Director nomination. So what does that matter? He's not going to win. But that was ten years ago. Yeah. You know, and he's been in director jail for so long. I don't think he deserved that nomination. So, by the way, Mel. But I mean, you know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, Casey got dragged through the mud years ago when all mm-hmm. that happened too. I mean, it's not like he, this. Like he hasn't been punished, or I don't know. It's Has a he different been punished though. First of all, it's a different thing. It's a civil case. Yeah. These women chose not to go to the police, and they chose to settle for money. I don't but know I, enough the, about the thing, it. The thing is with to this, make a and we, we, we've discussed this previously, if we're looking at a film on its artistic merits, and right. we're looking Which at I think an the Academy is on their artistic merits and their ability, I don't think we should consider the other stuff. The as soon as Mel Gibson it. gets nominated this year, I, th- I think it's a pretty strong message that the Academy is not taking that stuff into account. Well, at what least the director's be? branch isn't. Fair enough. The okay. director's branch isn't. Now the entire Academy votes. And it was just, he was, Casey Affleck was nominated purely by the I acting I just branch. feel like Casey's work is so strong in this movie. I think he's and great. And he's been winning everything. I wouldn't have a problem yeah. with him winning. You just said, is he a lock? And sure. I don't think okay, he is. no, that's fair. Okay. Do you, but you think he's a lock? Uh, I, yeah, I, th- I think he is. Yeah. And we all agree Viola's going to win. Without question. Yeah. Okay. Now we'll go on to the other two categories. Emma Stone. Is she a lock? or No. Or, no. no. So vulnerable. No. I mean, as leads, as leads in La La Land, I thought the chemistry between Ryan and Emma, as much as I enjoyed the film, mm-hmm. there is far better chemistry amongst f- far more cast members in far more films this year than those two in La La Land. Hmm. It, La La Land is not about the film. It's about the components of the film, the soundtrack, the visuals, the direction. It's really Ryan and Emma are front and centre, but they don't make that movie. It's the story, it's the visuals, it's the music that make that movie for me. Hmm. Okay. I actually agree with you. I think that that's true. I don't. I, I thought that both of them were very good, but I was not knocked out by the performance of either one. Yeah, they're, they're vessels. I, I will uh, agree with that, but uh, again... Disapprovingly? I, I, listen, I thought Natalie Portman delivered the best technical performance of the year. Um, or, or at least as far as... Technical? Just like, she, she was... She was fantastic, but she left you me know, cold. I hate, it was I so did, fucking clinical. Movie. Okay, but you, I, and, and but that's it, been a big criticism of yeah. Jackie. It's why it didn't break through in the best picture right. field. Uh, it was I totally textbook. Get if, that. You, if you look in a book on acting, her performance was textbook. It ticked boxes. It was totally clinical. It was by the numbers acting. She did a great job, but there was nothing in that that made me think that it was. So skill. then, who is the threat to Emma Stone? Is it Isabel Hooper? Isabel yeah. Hooper. Yeah, because, yeah, I'll tell you why. Definitely. Because a, the fact that she got the nomination over Annette Benning is is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on top of that, this would be a perfect way to get... She's recognized by a lot of people as right. the best actress on the planet. And this is a perfect way to give her a career achievement kind of award. Mm. And certainly not going to get... It's, Meryl's not going to get it. Ruth Negga is terrific. Right, but she's that's, happy to be there. Her nomination yeah. is her, right. her award. And I think... And Loving's a great I, movie. I liked Loving. It's a great movie. And I want to talk about Joel Edgerton in a second. But here's the thing. I could very easily see Emma Stone and Natalie Portman splitting the vote and Isabelle Huppert coming in. Okay. I think that's totally on the table, too. Something that's being discussed in the chat is, and this has come up a lot on Twitter this week, you've had questions about it, I've had questions about it, Amy Adams. Yeah, I mean, a a big snub, if you want to just get to the snubs, yeah. Yeah, I I love the movie, and I thought that she made that movie, you know, she's terrific in it. I couldn't believe it. And she's been nominated four or five times, right? So I just think the, the Academy really likes her, and I was surprised... Uh, when I didn't hear her name. Mm. Um, you see, I, I liked her in Arrival, but I preferred her in Nocturnal Animals. I thought well, that was the better acting. Well, okay. By some margin. For, for real? Yeah, I don't agree yeah. with that, but okay. It, she's just taking off her glasses and reading a book the whole movie. I just, I just, I enjoyed <sighs> her a lot more. Put the glasses back on. 
I tell you what I, I thought I, was interesting was the, the the academy. This is several times this has happened over the, over the few years. Mm. Is they there are two brilliant performances in a movie and they don't nominate both of them. It happened with Amore. Yep. He didn't get nominated, and yep. she did. It happened with Blue Valentine. Michelle Williams got nominated, and Ryan Gosling didn't. Yep. And it happened in Loving, because Joel Edgerton didn't get the nomination, and Ruth Negga did. And that doesn't make any sense to me, because the performances in all three of those movies, don't one doesn't work without the other. As good as the performance uh, one performance is, it doesn't work without the strong per- performance matching it. I mean, I... I I agree with you. I didn't think either performance in Loving was that impressive, and I was actually really? shocked to hear her name uh, on Tuesday morning. But uh, you know that that may be one of the results of like the diversity push within the academy. Like Could that be. may make the difference when you're inviting 600 new members in. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was like maybe 40 percent of those were of color last year, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Um, Anything else you want to talk about with Oscars about that? Per- so you didn't like the presentation? I, I didn't. I just it missed something. Mm-hmm. It, it just felt a little bit. It, it lacked the special element that you expect with the Oscars. I mean, it's the biggest. It's but, the biggest kid in the playground when it comes to award ceremonies. Everybody wants an Oscar. SAG, great, fantastic. Golden Globes, great. People's Choice Awards, great. Everybody wants an Oscar, and it just felt a little bit. Lacking in grandiose for me. Grandio- fair, grandiosity. Fair, fair enough, yeah. but grandiose. Okay, but it's huge. Would you have preferred the other way? Yeah, I think the I other think... way is so boring. It's very staid. Yeah, it's just people getting up on a microphone, reading names, and, and they're going so fast you can't you can barely even type them out. I like the fact that they. So, so your argument is new. typing, huh? <laughs> no, I just I I, I, I that, wait that... a wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Isn't that always so, the central argument? Is it typing? Typing I, is the central argument. I, come on, wouldn't you rather be in the room and have that excitement? No, when, really? I've, never, I've never been in the. What, what? Why do I? I don't know. What is? If I'm the press, what do I care about that excitement? But I feel I'm here so to deliver special. the excitement to everybody else. That's the job. So I don't need like a dog and pony show at five thirty in the morning for me. Okay, well then, okay, let's take the whole let's take the whole video streaming out of it. Let's just issue a press release, and everyone can copy and paste and stick that unless they're ABC.com. I like that they you did can, something different, uh, and I thought. What do you want, that Dancing Bears? Huh? Dancing Bears? That'd be different. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, that would be. Uh, but no, right, I just, it on. just didn't do it for me. Okay, well, I, I commend the Academy and, and the producers for trying something a little bit different. I like, some, I like the fact um, they tried something different. Uh, this well, may should, not have been 100% dead should, on, but it was... Should we move on from Oscars? Sure. sure. All right. Sundance. Yeah. None of us were there. No. But there were some huge bidding wars. Huge. Uh, the big six sold huge. for ten and a half. Not, and we're not the only ones saying t- this. For 12. Many, many people for are saying 12. this. Right. Uh, Big Six sold for 12. Patty Cakes, 10 and a half. There's yep. a uh, bidding war for Mudbound. Uh, it sounds like Call Me By Your Name went over really well. The yep. gay love story with yep. Army Hammer and uh, Timothy Chalamet. There were a few things that, that jumped out at me. Um, one, the, uh, have you heard of the movie, horror movie XX? It's a horror anthology. Yes, yeah, by I, all I actually had a release on this yesterday, and I'm really intrigued by that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, too. Uh, I saw that Joe Blow gave it like a negative review, right? Which they're totally—it's within their right to do. And then yep. someone—I'm forgetting who it was on Facebook—they—they they were basically like, you know, I, that's what I have come to expect from Joe Blow, which has like a tab on the top of the site that says mistresses. It's you know, like just photos of hot actresses and stuff. Yeah. So it's—it's—it it, hasn't exactly got changed with the times, Joe Blow, but I feel like. 
this criticism. It came from someone within the industry, like mm. a producer, um, vaguely and antagon- anachronistically misogynistic. Was it, was right. it Mr. Skin by any chance? I, I, I forget <laughs> who it was, website, but right? he was taking this yeah. Joe Blow critic heard of it. to task, um, and been like, you know, I'm not surprised, you know, coming from a site like this, but. He was sort of saying, like, oh, of course men are going to criticize this movie, horror movie, directed by all women. I, f- I feel like, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but I feel like critics' opinions are becoming invalid, you know, because... Whether they have a Y chromosome or not. Right. It's like, okay, so th- so this is a movie directed by women. Uh, here's this male reviewer. He can't dislike it. Mm. Like, that makes him uh, a misogynist or something, or... A sexist? I don't know. It feels like a, a, another overreaction. I think it's fine if it's not a good movie, which is subjective. Right, and some right, of the horror I, anthologies yeah. aren't very good. Most yeah, anthologies oh, there's a lot of them aren't very good because, shit. you know, most anthologies aren't very good. Yeah. But here's the thing, is that you're right, and that you of all people know that people have, that right now, that there's a hypersensitivity and everybody feels entitled right. to be, to being, to, to, to having their due, and if somebody doesn't like something they do, it's because... They're Jewish. They're woman. They're black. They're if you're Asian, a black Jewish woman. Anyone, it's not a good time to be alive. <laughs> one right of those now. things is you know like somebody doesn't like one of my columns. It's not like I, I say well because you're a bigot. You're an, you're an anti semite. Yeah, it's ridiculous. If you don't like my column, okay. You don't like my column, great. Okay, I got another one in right. two days. I, I just but I felt bad for this critic because you get assigned with this sexist thing, and it's really just listen. I didn't like the movie. I don't care mm. that it was directed by all women or all men or whatever. I just it wasn't for me. That has to be a valid opinion. Yeah, but that doesn't. My point is, is that doesn't stop people from going on the offensive because they can't take criticism. I mean, it's like the fact that look, the guy wrote his opinion, and he puts it out there. And if somebody wants to attack him, okay, well, you know what? If we are doing something that puts us in the in the in the in the public view, whether it's expressing our opinion or creating something, you have to take the heat, whether it's fair or not. You know, I mean, uh, you and I both have caught, uh, caught shit for one yeah, thing Yeah, Simon, has that happened to you? Have you ever, like, sort of faced a little bit of a backlash or something? Oh, fuck you've yeah. I mean, I, 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 um, one thing that, that I wrote a review for Bad Moms uh, last year, and I liked it, um, but I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, well, it wasn't made for you. You should have got a woman to review it because they would understand it. And I'm like, well... I'm not a fucking superhero, but I get Captain America, and I right. really enjoy it. Right, I and just, you're not American, and, and I'm not American. Captain America. Yeah, but it's. I just don't think. I mean, there are a lot of. There aren't a enough women directors. Agreed. B. There aren't enough female horror directors. I mean, the only ones that occur to me are possibly the, the Soska sisters, who no. did American Mary, which I loved. There's a lot of female horror directors. Um, How many come to the fore? Though? Women love horror. Like horror they do. is a, is a female-driven do. genre. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see it. But there, are, I mean, just anthology movies are just generally not great. I mean, right. first it's VHS liked it. They're I've uneven. been watching quite a few they're recently by their yeah. by their very nature. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting well, thing that you stood bring... out to me. I was like, we should talk about this on Meet the Movie Press. I just don't think you can say it's because women or it's not women that you can really use that as an argument. Right. That's not the point. No, no it's whether you're a good filmmaker. Well, not the... having a vagina doesn't make you a better or a worse No, 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 no. I, I, I agree filmmaker. with what you're saying. And I'm, I think what I'm saying is that that you have – this is what people fall back on because they have nothing else. Well, we had that with Ghostbusters last year. Ghostbusters was not I'm a great movie. That, Ghostbusters talking... was a fucked up situation. Like, yeah. That was bullshit. But that was already predestined right. by the fact that it was women 
playing roles that were previously you, men. You misunderstand. I'm referring purely to the people who are attacking the critic for not liking the movie. I see. That they're talking about, they see this as their their excuse is, well, you didn't like it because you're a man and it's directed by women. Right. Which is bullshit. Yeah, but this is the thing they have to fall yeah. back on. So I'm agreeing with that's everybody. Fine. No, yeah. I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with anything that's being said it's here. It's okay to disagree. I'm specifically talking, no, I know, but I'm sp- saying, saying specifically what I'm calling out the people who are calling out this guy for expressing his opinion. And that's something that we all have to deal with. All three of us have to deal with on a regular basis. But you know, and anybody who publishes anything or puts something out for public consumption, whether it's a film or a TV show or an opinion piece, mm. we have to deal with that. And it's some of it's bullshit, some of it's unfair. But this is what we ask for in this age, where people respond immediately via Twitter, via comments, yep. via anything. A hundred percent agree. But we also have this not necessarily with the sex of a director, but with the genre. I mean, I know critics who go into certain genres of movies who instantly. If it's horror, it's probably going to be throwaway. It's going to be shit. So I think it's not just about the sex of the reviewer or the sex of the director. I think some people are just pre- predisposed, predisposed to, not to not like it on principle because of their own prejudices. Um, but that's not actually. And what he's it works the about. other way. There are people who also are guaranteed to hundred percent like something because it's a certain type of movie or a certain director or whatever. Francis Ford Coppola gave us Jack. Um, <laughs> back to Sundance. There was just and on a, that note, a few yeah. other things like you know, your, Sundance is becoming a a new exhibition place for failed yeah. TV pilots. Yes, we saw a couple of those. Uh, Downward Dog with Alison Tolman from mm-hmm. Fargo, mm-hmm. which it I guess, ended up getting picked up somewhere, didn't it? I, I don't even know. Um, and Hulu, uh, a failed Hulu pilot, uh, when the lights, street lights go on or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that is kind of an interesting development. Uh, where we could see these shows that would otherwise disappear mm. because they didn't get picked up, they get a new life at Sundance and a new audience. We're seeing a ton of you know VR installations. They've made a huge push uh, in recent years, and it sounds like there were some good ones this year. Yeah, I, are you? Do you guys are you guys believers in VR? <laughs> right now, no. I mean, I know there's a yeah. lot of talk about it in the industry, but I just, I just not. Yeah, I'm, I'm, kind I'm of not feeling it. Ne- neither am I. I wrote a column about it actually right. last summer, basically saying this I guy's don't... written a column about everything. I love it. <laughs> I'm an opinionated it's guy. What can I say? I'm an opinionated guy. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I actually was out last night with a mutual friend of ours, Paul Flug, and he was telling me about this oh, okay. new thing at uh, at IMAX where they've got this VR installation, and. He was telling me about it, and it sounds great for limited amounts of time, but for mainstream entertainment, I just don't see it. I don't mm-hmm. get it. Um, there, was the, there was the Women's March at Sundance, yes. which made the front page of the New York Times. They used the Park City photo. I think that's kind of interesting. And Chelsea Handler should not be on the front page of anything, really, if you ask me. <laughs> just, I mean, Chelsea I mean, Handler would disagree. It's, it just sounds like that went over really well at the festival. I'm sorry to uh, have missed out on that, but obviously there were marches all over. And then, uh, and then the, the last thing, just with I Sundance, took part in the one in LA. That's great because I'm a liberal. Oh, good for you, man. Yeah, I just I did. I had to show. My, I was so tired from my, my first support. week at work. I, I slept <laughs> in. Um, and the last thing was just you know I, I did a, a story about a bidding war for Mudbound, which has gotten a lot of acclaim yeah. over uh, yeah. at Sundance. What was interesting was that I was told that the producers were reluctant to sell the two studios because of this award season. Uh, they didn't want to sell the Fox Searchlight because they botched the, the – they just didn't handle the Nate Parker situation yeah. very well. And they yeah. didn't want to sell the Focus because they kind of botched the campaign for Loving. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Ruth Negger got nominated, but that was the film's only nomination. It was a bit of a surprise one at that. Uh, people, a lot, a lot of people thought that could have gotten either writer or directing noms or best, even a Best Picture nom. Yeah. So uh, – 
I don't know. I, I thought that that was a really interesting tidbit. It felt a little gossipy writing that in a story, but I guess, you know, we have a little bit more leeway uh, at the tracking board. Um, I think, well, I, I think we so. Can t- yeah, we can tell it, you know, <laughs> like, the it, editor like now, it is so a little really, bit more. You get to set the tone. Um, I, I, like, I don't know. That was just interesting to me. Like, if, if that was your movie, would you have faulted Fox Searchlight for what happened with Birth of a Nation? Or Yes. Yeah. Yes, I absolutely would. Because they knew about this from the jump. And yeah. they let the they story get, get away from them. Right. And what they could have done, there are any number of ways they could have <laughs> taken care of that problem from the very beginning. And they let it sneak up on them and it got out of their control. Absolutely, 100%. I agree. Okay. 100%. We can move on. Yeah. Let's talk about Star Wars. Simon. Well, hey, I do love supporting these small independent movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Because I think they need help. They're just not performing. They're not. They're not the really. You, you want to get them out in the public eye to really drum up. Drum up <laughs> yeah, them. I know. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, uh, The Last Jedi, uh, which didn't surprise me. When I, I like that they took it out of the crawl from Force Awakens. Huh? Yeah, that's kind of cool. Like everyone's going to be looking at Episode Eight crawl for like what could be the, the you know have they hidden the title for nine in there? Yeah. What I, do you think? It, yeah, who does it refer to? Or what? There are there have been a lot of theories. I think here's my <laughs> outsider theory. I think it's a character that we haven't met yet. Ooh, or Yoda. That would be cool. But because Yoda's, everybody's looking at... But Yoda's dead. Is he, though? <laughs> Yoda is, is always he? with us. With us uh, always. Is always. Yeah, but also, you know, I he just... Is. I, he is. You know, I, I think potentially... So close. <laughs> that's, because everybody's going like, oh, okay, it's going to be this character or that character. It's going to be Luke or it's going to be Rey or whatever. I, I think it's I think it's something's hidden up the sleeve of Star Wars. I think I like that. Otherwise, it's, I, it's I'll too, get on board with that. Too fucking obvious. Do you think it's singular or plural? Uh, I think it's plural. Yeah, I kind of think. I so don't too. think. Come on, I mean it's Disney. Why would you have one fucking Jedi when you can have ten? There you have it, folks. There's going to be ten Jedi in yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> no, but seriously, eight. why, why would you have in one, one Jedi? Hour on, one hour on Cinema Blend, there's right. going to be a story. Yes, who could be the ten Jedi that Simon Thompson is? Referring? Is Samuel Kevin Jackson Hart. coming back? Kevin Hart is all. He's all ten. He's all. Uh, uh, Martin Lawrence. He's available. Um, I just no. I just don't. I think it's. I think it's plural. And why would you if you can potentially milk? This Star Wars I, cow. I just why hope, would you have one? I hope that this uh, reveal lasts until the movie, mm-hmm. kind of like the Harrison Ford thing did in Seven. Spoiler yep. alert! Um, what? And, and I just I don't want to see this bi- di- dissected to pieces online. Please, just like let the mystery. Can we let's, solve let's, itself let's, when the movie comes let's out? Let's wait. Let's wait eleven months for yes. the movie to come out. I can't do. I can't not, wait eleven months. I can't do not like eleven God, months God, of God. who is the last. So Jedi when do you think articles? we're going to see the first trailer? I'm going to put. <sighs> I'm going to put end of February on the table. I have no opinion because I could not possibly care less. Uh, I was going to say, why, not, why wouldn't they do it for the Super Bowl? Yeah. Or do you think you just get lost in the shuffle there? Um, Super Bowl would be Super good. Bowl? No, it's not going to get lost really? in the shuffle of the Super Bowl. It's because people, if you, you put it right after the National Anthem or something, when they first go to commercial, people go, go bananas. Touchdown, you I mean, yes. Mm. Um, Touch, yeah, touchdown, maybe, maybe, he maybe we'll see it at the, <laughs> at the Super Bowl. Uh, okay. I, I actually, I'm surprised we haven't seen a Justice League trailer yet. Yeah, yeah. it comes out even earlier. Yeah, yeah, but apparently, but that's... we've seen a million photos of all of them standing around looking and they're, they're really fucking bored. The question, I think that's the big mission <laughs> of the movie. Texting. I think that's the big mission of the movie is can they get out of that building? 
<laughs> MK Songbird in the chat says Yoda is just hibernating, period. Hashtag alternative facts. Yes, I like that. Alternative yeah. facts. Uh, let's stay in the, D- the DC universe while we're talking about Justice League. And uh, J- Justin Curl at Variety did a story about Joby Harold doing a page one rewrite of The Flash. Yeah. They have no idea what to do with this movie, do they? They have no idea. What- well, also, apparently- is The Flash basically just one page currently? <laughs> dude, dude, good news Boo. is we need a one page rewrite. What's the bad news? All we got is one page. Yes. That's a, that's a good. Thank you. <laughs> we need like a rim shot. We need a rim shot. Right there. Um, a what? The Flash still doesn't have a director either, so no. it sounds like they're going to wait until they they're get gonna this let, new they're draft. They're going to let Joby yeah. do this, the draft. Yeah. Right. I actually uh, heard something about this yesterday that, that he came in with it. They, they really were floundering after uh, Famo Yua left. Mm hmm. And they just said, okay, when they went around town and said, give us some new pitches. And they had something specific in mind they wanted. And, and Joby Harold came in and said, here's the way I see it. And they said, that's exactly what we want. So now he's going to – and he's actually right now producing – he's in, he's in uh, Europe right now. They're doing the Robin Hood movie that he wrote. Right. Because mm. um, we need another Robin Hood did movie. Robin like Hood and fucking King Arthur. Pan movie. Oh, yeah, he did Robin Hood and King Arthur. King Arthur looks good. I think. That's it. I think it does. It does. Are you okay? Really? I like King Arthur. <laughs> okay. I like Charlie Hunnam. I, I like I Charlie no, Hunnam. I got no problem. I didn't like Man from Uncle, but I guy Ritchie's generally entertaining. I liked Man from Uncle. I like Man really? from Uncle. Yeah, yeah. I found it crushingly boring. Uh, well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. See you guys. Oh my God! Film internet. I was thinking of that just because uh, Henry Cavill switched agencies this week. Yeah. Um, okay. And you know, it, it felt like he needed a change. Uh, like he could have a much bigger career. Uh, outside of the DC universe. Henry Cavill for me is really interesting when it comes to management because I kind of imagine that he's got some guy in New York called Moyle who's sitting behind a desk on somewhere on Fifth Avenue going, Moyle? Hey, Moyle, I'm Merle. Hey, 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 I got a great movie for you. I got a great movie for you. What are you going to do? You're a spider. Okay, anything else? No, you're just a spider. Because he has made some of the fucking worst decisions. It'll be huge. The spider and the Arachnophobia remake. Yeah. I like that. I watched that this week. I love that movie. Um, Arachnophobia is This is 30 brilliant. seconds of my life. I'm just never getting back. No, yeah, I know. Sorry. Just never, uh, ever getting back. Henry Cavill, though, I liked in Man in, in front, uh, from I know. Where I, I really the enjoyed sandwich. that movie. That was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Deadline had a crazy story mm. uh, last week about Tim Miller. Potentially directing the Terminator reboot for James yeah, Cameron. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was a whopper. Uh, unconfirmable. None of the other trades went with it, but it seemed like there, you know, where there's smoke, there's reboot, fire. Reboot and also the people I reached out to story could not is comment. What I, say, what I read. Yeah, it's, like I the, mean, it's that Cameron is gonna he gets the rights back uh, in 2019, mm-hmm. like automatically, I guess, uh, like that part of his original 1984 deal that 35 years later the rights would revert to him or something. So now he can do whatever he wants with it, not beholden to any of the Ellisons, uh, <laughs> and you know, and, and he wants to have the Deadpool director, you know, take charge of it. Deadpool's a great movie. Deadpool is a great movie. I think that Tim Miller is a cool fit for Terminator. Yeah. It could make a pretty cool Terminator movie. That said, I want nothing to do with a new Terminator movie. Let this fucking franchise sit for like a decade. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I do kind of like the fact that they've got James Cameron to kind of oversee it going like, hey, hey, Jim, can you make sure they don't fuck it up again? 
because you kind of right. dropped the ball. Yeah, no, I don't think James Cameron could make a bad Terminator movie. No. Um, none of the bad, you know, he did one and two, and then he wasn't involved the rest mm-hmm. of the way. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting to see him return to that franchise, but at the same time, I just, just we should have I stopped Terminator movies at the second one. Yeah. Can yes, we just... But that's not how Hollywood works. That movie's so what? fucking good. Uh, can I just say, we talk yes. about movies. Uh, now, nothing goes together with movies like food. Oh. Okay. Okay. Now, I like we, where this is yeah, going. So we all, we all love to sit at home, sometimes wearing pants, sometimes not wearing pants. We love to stick on a movie and we love to have a little bit of food, right? Are you, a, Neil, are you a cook? Do you cook? I do. Yeah. You? I don't cook. You're, not, you're like, no. I had if Pizza Hut last night, if bro. If it's not coming out of a box... <laughs> Jeff is not interested. However, if you like food that's in a box, then you really need to get your stuff together and try out Blue Apron. Food in a box, girl. Food in a box. Because um, they are not only the number one fresh ingredient supplier for meals to your door, um, but they also do a lot of stuff with a lot of local local producers, which is really, Thank really good. Thank God. <laughs> Got to keep them in business. Absolutely. I mean, cooking together builds strong family bonds as well. Local businesses. Yep. It's all about local businesses. And movies. So family bonds... Movies and food. Wonderful. It's kind of a synergy going on. Uh, also, uh, if you haven't tried it, you really should do. So if you want to try it, you need to go to blueapron.com slash meat. M-E-E-T, not M-E-A-T. Yeah, right. Don't like do that. the movie press. Yeah, I get so it. meat. Uh, try that out, and uh, and you can uh, you can try some of Blue Apron stuff yourself. That is wonderful. You should do that. And you know who I heard uh, uses Blue Apron? Who? Tim Story, who's directing the Shaft reboot. <laughs> does he? <laughs> what? Maybe he does now. What Maybe. a spectacular segue. So um, blueapron.com forward slash meet. We are feeding Tim Story. Tim Story directing the Shaft reboot. Uh, the man responsible for the barbershop and ride along franchises. Yeah. And, and there's one the more. two Fantastic Four Right, movies. and Fantastic Four. Thank you, Tim. Uh, and Rise of the Silver Server. I, I kind of, I, I can dig it. Can you dig it? Yeah. Um, I, I like the idea of Shaft coming back. I know that they've tried for a long time mm-hmm. uh, rebooting this. They, they did the Sam Jackson one. Which uh, I liked a lot. It, it, but it didn't really go anywhere. No, no it but didn't. I thought Singleton did a good job with it. With it. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't he bad. He also gave us Taxi, didn't he, with uh, Queen Latifah and, and uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to forget about that. Um, well, but, hang on, we're going to talk about Silver Surfer. We're not. We're going to dismiss yeah, taxi. taxi. Brush that under oh, the rug. This your is a priorities posi- are this wrong! Is, this is a positive spin on this okay. chef story. Who would you like to see playing, I guess it would be the son of John Shaft? I, my first, the first thing I would suggest would be Luke. Uh, Mike Coulter, but he's already Nick Cage. He so would can't, be actually he, fucking he, he awesome. Would be, he would be that's amazing. Good, that's a good call. He would be amazing. I mean, can you could just imagine him coming I in? I totally can. Wearing that jacket, but like he's like thing. almost too big. Like I don't think of Shaft as like Mr. Muscles. You know, you could give it to Chadwick Boseman. He doesn't have a whole enough, enough work these days. Right. Mm-hmm. Does here's a thing. Does Shaft have to be black? <laughs> Who would, would well, he be well, Latino? I, I I was I was just thinking that Shaft if they can't wanna... be white if, if yeah, that's what it, you're. Yeah, defeats the whole purpose. He's definitely right. not Is he white. Asian American. Well, no, I know, but we're playing with this in Hollywood right now. Sure, sure. I don't understand the direction of this question. Well, does, they, it, does they it play have with it the other way? Be... They play with it the other way. They don't take iconic black characters and make and them white. white. Yeah, or, or, or take that away from. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. It's not a bad idea. Let's take it back. But it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a white guy, like a Latino guy, maybe. Woman. No. Never a woman named Shaft. Miss, Miss Shaft. 
Okay, uh, that means no. It's I was, time I to was just thinking that potentially, you know, you right could play around with it. What really, about Leslie really Jones or someone like that? Leslie Jones, Leslie yeah. Jones, yeah, a black woman. I can't I actually don't like that. Oh no, it's really? not. A, it's but not I'm going to pretend idea. to not like it because. Cause damn you, Simon! Damn. I hate me when you make Taking me like your ideas. Is that cat movies? Um, I think she'd be fucking awesome. Is, is that four minutes or fourteen? I, 14 I, I can't see. Uh, fourteen. Okay. Fourteen minutes. Um, Dominic West just got uh, hired as Tomb Raider's father. Yeah, I like not, Dominic West. Not Ralph Fiennes. Yep, and that is who I had heard it was going to be. Yep. Uh, Boris also tweeted Vigo Mortensen mm-hmm. and uh, and Colin Firth. Um, but hey, I like Dominic West. I the la- the affair's been okay this season, but mm-hmm. the last episode was awesome. Uh, and I was just thinking while watching the affair, like, yeah. why doesn't this guy kind of get bigger feature movies? Because I mean, he's so good. At, he's the fucking star of the Wire, the greatest TV show ever. Greatest TV show ever. Yeah, yep. it's like, why don't we see more of him on the big screen? So I, I kind of like this. I love the Wire. Needed a laughter track though. <laughs> Someone should do that. I would watch Sunday that. Someone night, should HBO, do that. I should wire. do that viral video where there's <laughs> yeah, a laugh track like... on the wire. Um, that's good. Uh, Thank w- you. What, okay. Whatever. Tomb Raider. Our audience just loves Tomb Raider, so I, I had to mention that. Uh, Jonah Hill pulled in Michelle Williams to star in his directorial debut mid-90s. Yep. yep. That's kind of cool. She's playing another mom. Uh, should probably do a little bit more mothering in this movie mm-hmm. than in Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, there's not a lot Terrible of mothering joke. going on there. Yeah, Terrible is it joke. is it just me that whenever I see Michelle Williams, I always have to check whether it's Michelle Williams off of Dawson's Creek or Michelle Williams off of Destiny's Child? That is a little. That's weird. a little weird. Yeah, I yeah. always like the latter is not in the public eye all that much anymore. No, she's available. She's in the public left eye. Hey, Lifta Lopez. T- I don't know. That's yeah, a TLC. TLC. Yeah. Don't don't cross R and B. No longer with but us. No, I, so. I, I always check. I'm like Michelle Williams. Oh, good. She's got work. Oh, right. The I, right one. I was just impressed that Jonah Hill, you know, got a great actress like Michelle Williams to commit to do this. Mm-hmm. I, I think it speaks, you know, highly to this project, which is, has always intrigued me. Um, it's I, I like the mid '90s mm-hmm. about a kid sort of, you know, growing up, coming of age movie. So, who better than Jonah Hill to direct that? Are we going to see Slim Jenner or Fat Jenner? I don't know if we're going to see Jonah at all. I bet what? he could stay behind the camera. Uh, and speaking of behind the camera, Brian Singer staying behind the camera for yeah. the X-Men TV show. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about this yet, right? Uh, no, it's going to have X-Men in it. We, 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 like, I think it was wide, TV, widely Thanks, presumed honey. he was going to direct, but now it's official. I think yeah. it's about a couple who finds out that their kids are mutants, and so the whole family like has to go on the run. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Seems kind of cool. I might watch that. I don't, as long as but, it's not on the CW. One thing I'm... I, <laughs> uh, that's a fair point. Uh, one thing I'm surprised related to X-Men is not getting more buzz is Legion. I was just, just going to bring up Legion. The, I the, really Because it's something that just came out. Genuinely interested in. They loved in, it. But yeah, it, yeah, I'm yeah but it's just it. not... I see, like, driving through LA, I see lots of posters for it, but I just don't get the, it's, the street it, buzz. It hasn't, but it hasn't started. No, but I thought, I mean, usually before TV shows start, you get a little bit of this hype, but it's like two weeks away. Is it two I'm, weeks or I'm, ten days? I'm, I'm getting the hype. I mean, again, the reviews but just you getting, hit like yesterday Here's the or thing. Something. Are you getting the hype from people within the industry or the average Joe on the street? Jeff doesn't spend a lot of time yeah, talking I, to the I average don't, Joe I don't on the speak street. to those people. <laughs> <laughs> he, walks, he walks by and says, ahoy, Poloi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Uh... 
you know, I think more because it's Dan Stevens. Mm. Than I love anything. Dan Stevens. Yeah. Dan. Love Dan Stevens. Friend he'd of my be, wife, like, by the he'd way. be a great James Bond. Is he? Yeah, yeah. He was oh at university dude, with my wife. You got to keep a fucking eye on that. Absolutely. He's a stud. He Dan Stevens stud. would be a great James Bond. I completely agree. Um, when they replace Craig, keep it in the Dan family. Right. Just I don't know. Vi- visually, it's just supposed to be really neat. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for I, like, I thought the start. trailer, the stuff and I've I, seen looks and, great. And Dan Stevens could have gone and had a huge feature career. He's going to be in Beauty in the Beast. He's, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. he's the Beast. If you haven't seen The Guest, by the way, you really should check yeah, that out. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, that's the he, He's in Colossal. So yeah. he, he has like a big year, and he probably could have gone and continued to become a movie star. So this material must have been really something special for him yeah. to commit to like a five to seven year run. Mm-hmm. Well, Noah Hawley is a pretty talented guy. Right, of course. Yeah. The creator you know, of Fargo. The, who, far, who the would, first two seasons of Fargo down. are great. So. Uh, we got Naomi Harris joining The Rock in Rampage. Also a friend Love of my Naomi wife. Naomi Harris. Dude, your really? wife knows Yeah, everybody. yeah, they were all at university at Cambridge in the UK. I actually found, my wife the other day found a, a, a card where my wife had been, took them on a, 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 a theatre tour of America. And Naomi Harris sent my wife a, uh, a card to say thank you for your hard work. We found it the other day. Very like, cool. And, all stuff. and now she's an Oscar nominee. I like to think my wife and, played a big and part. And Miss Moneypenny. That's right. Yes. And also the most beautiful woman I think I've ever seen in she person. She is really? gorgeous. And she's yeah. also lovely. I mean, this was in college uh, for After the Sunset. I did that junk, and I came away just thinking, yeah, I, I'd never seen a human being as radiant and gorgeous. Mm. Uh, she said the same she's thing a damn about good, you. Damn good actress, uh, and I like the pairing with The Rock. I think that yeah. could be a really uh, interesting couple. I also love the game Rampage as a kid in the I never played it I'm, really? I'm not sure what to expect it's basically monsters breaking right. up buildings I'm thinking they're going to play with the plot refresh somehow. my memory Naomi Harris is in 28 Days Moonlight. Later too yes. right yes, yes. 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 with, uh, yeah. with uh, Jeremy Renner right okay uh, no, but... no 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 that's 28 weeks later with Rose Byrne <laughs> oh yeah it is Michael Doherty now confirmed to direct Godzilla 2 he was yep. writing but there was a little bit of confusion whether he was going to be directing uh, he did Trick or Treat yeah he did Krampus legendary yep. obviously oh, right. really Krampus, likes yep. him uh, and and but are, are we getting we're getting Kong versus Godzilla before Godzilla two right? We are yeah yeah okay. Uh, I'm, are you guys excited for King Kong? <sighs> I, I am. Um, I, I, I do Scott like Scott the Island, idea. Yeah. yeah, I mean I I, I like the cast. Um, cast is great. And they're putting a lot of time and effort into it, so I think it's going to be a pretty polished product. And I didn't like Godzilla. I did not like that movie. I did. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, see, I, I just it left me cold. Um, but I am interested to see Kong. Kong makes me excited for Kong versus Godzilla. I feel more excited about that. By mm. the way, that should be 2017, not 2016. Me what am I doing? Press for January. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got about eight minutes left mm-hmm. in the show, so, and a whole bunch of things to talk about. Let's talk about Split. Yeah, uh, which made 40 million last weekend. About Ooh. twice what was yeah, expected. Way which overperforming was, expectations. Yeah. Uh, clearly, you know, people were hungry for some new movies. It felt like, and also, I think there's a taste for for good horror. Yes, I use it broadly because it's not a horror movie, but I think there's a hunger for that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what did you think of the movie? Did you see it? I haven't seen it. Okay, wait. Do you have? Do you? Are, do you want to be? I know. Are you okay I mean, being spoiled I, yes. and everything? Okay. I'm not, yeah. I'm, yeah. So, I, this, you know, we, this is a spoiler alert. If you have yes. not seen Split, stop listening now. Yeah. Simon, what did you For think the of the movie? the next two minutes and then come back. <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to do this in two minutes. What'd I I, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as I was expecting to like mm-hmm. it because everybody came out of the screenings right. last year and were kind of like, you know, sort of coming in their pants, kind of like, oh my God, it's the best thing ever. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really good. I thought the performances were great. I thought it was really nicely structured. The one thing that bugged me was at the end, and I'll try not to do too much of a spoiler. No, 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 you, you can get into it. I, I paid to see this in a theatre, uh-huh. and it wasn't a full theatre, but the amount of people around me in the theatre who did not get 
Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, at the end, of course was so. like they just didn't get it, and that kind of pissed me off. There's nothing you could have done. Yeah. Yeah, but obviously, I mean, it's in there for a reason. It doesn't really tie into the film itself. It, it kind of does. And it was for but us. It's really cause, yeah, it's, it's for but us. But it's the not for fans. the 18-year-olds because they haven't even seen Unbreakable. No, but these are, these are people who were, like, not teens. They were, like, adults. They were... But they didn't. They didn't get it. But also, it does tie in, and it makes me very, very um, positive about the uh, the the split sequel, stroke, Unbreakable sequel, possibly crossover that M Night is looking right, to do. He wants to do it next. Yeah, um, I think it, that to me is a really interesting idea, and it does set it up really I, nicely. I thought the movie was entertaining. Yeah, uh, but I didn't think it was a very good movie. I no, didn't think it really fair. added up to much, and then they were, and they maybe realized that and were like, uh, you know, sticking this button on at the end. Now the button is cool. Yeah, it's definitely a jaw dropper, and, and it will leave you talking on your way out of the theater. But you're not talking about split, really. You're no. talking about Unbreakable <laughs> coming back. Yeah, I think that the idea of a third movie, uh, you know, where Bruce Willis has to go after McAvoy. Yeah, that could be super cool. Yeah, but at the same time. Um, I'm just so like the thing that stands out to me, and I've wanted to write about this and have not been able to get a clear answer out of anybody. Mm. What is the rights situation here? Okay, for, this for is Unbreakable. A, yes, this is a Universal release split. Mm-hmm. Unbreakable was a Disney release. Yeah. Uh, h- how is Bruce Willis's character showing up in this movie? Well, was the there thing. a trade? There I, I, some I, kind of trade? I read about this actually on, on shout out for for Slash Film. Um, I actually read about this this week, and apparently M Night owns. All of that property. So, okay, that's what I was going to say. Was M. Night Shyamalan so powerful after The Sixth Sense that he could retain ownership of his characters in Unbreakable? I don't think it's necessarily about power. I think it's just that's the kind of guy he is because he's very much the you know, like, the, the, the commander of his own realm when it comes to movie making. So now he's the commander, uh, you know, like he, when he's working with $5 million budgets and he has creative control and do whatever he wants, I yeah. get how he might be able to keep the rights there, but I was just so surprised... That's a Dis- that is a Disney property. You would think maybe if Disney wants to go back to Mr. Glass and, and or do something else in that universe, but D- that Disney they could. Disney's eyes have now been averted to completely different kind of. Sure, they, they don't care about. They don't give a fuck about. So maybe they just no. let him let it go. But like, I wonder, was there a conversation there? Does Knight did Knight just own it outright? And he didn't even ask Disney for permission. Because when I called Disney after AFI, they seemed like almost surprised. Mm. They were like, "Wait, what?" Uh, <laughs> no, but apparently <laughs> that's he, my he favorite owns reaction this, so. to anything. Wait, what? Wait, huh? Huh? That, like, I'm sorry, say that to me Like yet? when I called CBS and said James Corden is going to be taking over for Craig Ferguson, they were like, what? <laughs> and now look at him. <laughs> um, Marvel uh, confirmed the Black Panther cast yes. uh, with Andy Serkis and Martin Freeman. And started filming. And, yeah, and in South Korea, which is cool. Interesting Korea uh, move. Yep. And we talked about this when I was here last month, that this is the greatest cast of any superhero movie, I think, ever. It's pretty fucking yeah. baller. Yeah. Yeah, looking at that cast in fold yesterday, I was uh, very impressed. And there, there had been some question about whether Andy Serkis and Martin Freeman's characters would be back. But they are. Um, what else? Did- Sing 2. Sing 2. Getting a sequel. Not surprised. Was a big hit. <laughs> did not like uh, that. They're sticking. You didn't oh, like I liked it? it? Did not like it. Oh, I, I liked enjoyed it. the hell out I didn't, of it. I didn't I think- hate it, but it just, I thought, lo- having said that, last year was a very strong year for animated movies. Mm-hmm. And I think it came it out at the tail end of that, and it just didn't meet her up for me. It just, it was fine. It was adequate. But when you compare it to even like Finding Dory or Kubo, which was fucking brilliant, it just, for me, didn't, it didn't it, deliver. It was still my favorite Illumination movie. Really? What about yeah, you guys? I agree. See, I enjoyed Secret Life of Pets more. 
Oh, that was bad. I was, didn't. That yeah, was bad. I was not. I didn't even watch it. But I, I, I liked Sing a lot. I thought Sing was very. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So you're wrong. Okay. Continue. Fine. What's next? Good. Uh, what is next? Uh, uh, should we talk about? We've only got like two minutes. Um, yeah. Can we get some more time? Can we get an extra couple of minutes? I'm letting Anyone? Simon ask because I was the late one. So can I won't, we? I won't can make we get that five more minutes on the clock? Five? No. We're still okay. I'm wasting okay. time asking. Okay, cool. Uh, so, movies coming out this week. Um, we need to talk about. Obviously, we split is likely to take the top spot. No, no, Resident Evil. Well, you see, or Dog's Purpose. Well, <laughs> it's interesting because I thought I thought Dog's Purpose was going to take top spot this weekend, uh-huh. um, but it's looking like that's going to come in second or third. It's going to vie with um, Resident Evil. Resident Evil is is predicted to come in, uh, you know, about twelve uh, million. I've learned Dog's better. Purpose about eighteen million. I've learned not to argue with you about box office. So you put why me, was that? You put me in my place. Hashtag so hidden not, figures. Yeah, I'm not even going to fucking yeah. go there with you. Um, but I mean, the thing is that last night, um, Thursday night previews, Resident Evil brought in one million. Which is which is strong compared to Dog's Purpose, uh, four hundred fifty-five thousand on Thursday previews. But I think Dog's Purpose potentially could edge Resident Evil because it's got the family more potentially bums on seats, more ticket sales over the weekend. Right. But I think the Split. Sales will be I think word of mouth on Split is going to be very strong. So I think that could retain top spot this weekend. We'll see. I haven't um, seen any of the Dog's Purpose or Resident we've, Evil. We've kind of run out of time, so I w- I'll, I'll let Neil just to pontificate on Mary Tyler Moore for a few seconds, because mm. that's his column today at Tracking Board. Yes. Um, you know, the modern... The, the, way, the way we look at TV right now, the, the modern scope of the, of the world of television would not exist without her. Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Roseanne Barr, name the female star of the last 30, 35 years. They don't exist. They don't have the success right. without Mary Tyler Moore. She wasn't just a brilliant actress who was the star of her own show. She was a producer. She was a groundbreaking producer and was one of the first stalwart uh, artist rights pe- uh, uh, representatives. So, All right, so, so make sure to, to, to check uh, you know check out the tracking board uh, today. Yep, to check out Neil's full column. Late, late morning. That's going to do it for, for me, the movie press. Uh, Neil, where can everybody find you? At Neil Turritz, N-E-I-L-T-U-R-I-T-Z. That's me on Twitter. And uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's the tracking board. Cool. Simon? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Simon and, of course, uh, Blue Apron. Don't forget, you get your first three meals free. So that's blueapron.com slash meat, M-E-E-T. Uh, and I'm Jeff Snyder at The In Snyder, uh, new editor-in-chief at The Tracking Board. Make sure to check that out. We stand check with, out The Tracking Board. I stand with Katie Rich, folks. Stand with Katie Rich. <laughs> Have a good weekend. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.